to episode 30 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in fun, productive, and meaningful ways. I'm your host, Melissa Davis, and joining me as always is David Ginsberg. How are you, Dave? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I'm trying to keep cool. Yeah, it's a little warm in Arizona, I believe. Just a just a tad. It's actually Dang. actually it's like cool. It's like only in the nineties, and boy, does that make a difference. No, it's it's been warm here too. The last couple of weeks, we yeah, you know, I, I was at a Cubs game. I was sweltering at the at the game because it was the uh, hundred and five heat index. And uh, mm. but but the nice thing was the seats were in the shade. So uh, and then I then I also had a coworker that was from our Montreal office that got to, I got to hang out with. So and he had never been to Chicago before. So. That made it fun. We got to hang out, and uh, and it was better. We picked the Friday game because in that that next day, Saturday, it was about 110 in the, uh, the heat index, uh, so it was a lot hotter. So I'm like, dude, yeah, I think that's a pretty big. And difference. Plus, again, the, the, the Friday game didn't start till like four o'clock, so we had the, mm. at least the evening going and all that stuff. But no, oh, it's great to talk to you again. It's been a little bit, and yeah, uh, it's glad good we're to back good and, to curl up in the cool, ter- crank up the AC, and yeah. play with our iOS devices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. keeps my mind off of everything else that's going on. So uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Got to catch some catching up to do here. Um, got a couple things we'll hit. Uh, yes, I I I did it. Dave I, did it again. And that's why we're calling this episode HomePod. HomePod returns. returns. Um, Insert I, your own Star Wars theme music in the background. Yeah, I decided to go back and purchase the, the HomePod, so it is permanently we knew you'd be in back. my repertoire and I, and I knew it was going to do it it was just a matter i wasn't happy with it when we talked about it a number of episodes ago i only had it for five days but uh, it's it is it was a great device they said it said that at the at the, at the offset that I, I just was disappointed about all the software that was available for it but mm-hmm. now the software is awesome so i'm going to talk about that well you said you said yourself it wasn't a mature product and it's it's going to take time yeah, it's still Got some things to do, but now, well, like I said, we'll touch about that in a bit, in a little bit. So, now we have a lot of new stories to talk about. I'll have a review of, a, of this thing called the Belkin Stage. Hmm, what that was that, and then uh, we'll 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 talk about Mac stock. Oh my gosh, it's only a week. It's coming less than a, uh, it's like a little more than a week away. And yeah, you know, I'll talk a little bit about my presentation and get get a little more deep into that, and we'll kind of wrap that up. And then we got uh, you have a you have a, a nice uh, discussion to talk about. You're supporting your dad using a yeah. Uh, using some uh, tools that uh, helped you support his iPhone because you weren't there to look at it. So, Yeah, and I think other people will benefit from hearing about that. Oh, absolutely. So let's uh, let's dig right in and then, then start off with the news. And let's say happy anniversary. Yay! Happy anniversary, it's, App Store. Uh, the 10th anniversary of the App Store. I can't believe it. It's been 10 years. I mean, God, time has just flown by. I, I I just remember it being like yesterday. I that uh, we we were. I didn't. I did not own the first iPhone, but I did own every iPhone after that. So I remember when I had the iPhone 3G and how not so mature the the App Store was. But uh, we have a link uh, to Mac Rumors. They have an awesome timeline of, of events that happened um, when uh, when the App Store started. It started in July 10th when we're recording this. Uh, or actually, no, actually, yeah, today is July 10th. It is. <laughs> that we're recording uh, in 2008, so 10 years ago. There was a total 10 years of, ago to the day. How did day. you pull how, that how, off? How That's pretty cool. <laughs> and there were 500 third-party apps ready to download. Boy, that was And a, that seemed like a lot. That was a lot. Wow. 
Uh, so, and it, it's an interesting article to go through and, and to go through some of the timelines. I mean, yeah, we could spend probably an hour going through everything they go through because yeah. they, they've gone real it's, detailed and every year going across, though. but it's fun to reminisce. Um, I like the one here from 2008 when Apple, when, uh, Apple uh, they refused the pull my finger app because of, uh, mm-hmm. because it was a first day of some of the confusing and conflicting moderation, you know, because of so all, all, all the fart apps, you know, flashlight apps, so little time, <laughs> all those fart apps that were out there and they let, they let go after the, after a while because they do, well, we gotta mm-hmm. have some fun, but look what happened. All the fart apps are pretty much gone now. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, it, the digital whoopee cushion. Yeah. And, and just evolving along with all of the different, uh, OSs that are out there, iOS seven, iOS eight, just, it, it's, it's cool to kind of see what, uh, what was out there back in those days and, um, and to see where the app store is now and today. I mean, it's just pretty incredible. Let me just talk, just talking about the home pod. Now you have the home app or the home kit. Um, I'm starting to delve into that a little bit. I bought, I bought a, another light switch that actually I'm going to install because my light switch had failed in one of my bedrooms. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy an Eve home switch and see how it goes. And so mm-hmm. I decided to do that. So I'll report back when it's installed. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking into getting some kind of maybe like a Wi-Fi light bulb or or something that we can right. plug in because you know we've been using that many thing app that you turned me on to and that's been yeah, that's yeah. been a lot of fun we've talked about that in other episodes so people can check check those out and we've using it for the puppy cam you know when we go away and it's been great but one time we left earlier in the day or just just before it was going to be dark out and we forgot to turn on the lights so the poor puppy was in the dark so yeah. i was thinking to myself wouldn't it be so great if we had a wi-fi light that we could turn on for the dog yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'll have to look for those and report back on that, see what I find. But, uh, yeah, the the App Store thing, the the anniversary, I just want to go back to that for a second because I I kind of uh, (laughs) I get nostalgic for it because I just I have my oldest son just turned 12 on June 30th. And so it's you know, he's 12. And I remember it was like it just seemed like he was a baby when when the iPhone first came out and then the App Store came out. You know, so he's like almost as old as well, he's just, just a little bit older than the iPhone itself. Yeah. And so it kind of like coincides with his age, you know, he's 12. So he's like right around the same age as all of the stuff that's happening. So it always kind of coincides with his birthdays and his like little milestones and things like that. So it's just kind of funny to, to look back and think we have a 10 year old app store and look how much has grown and look at all the things that we can do with it now. And you know, how much it's matured over, over the time. So it's just fun to look back on all that stuff. But yeah, and, yeah and, definitely go check out the, at that article on Mac Rumors. It's, it's a really fun read. And just a couple more things like that stand, stand out to me. It's like, yeah, when they didn't have subscriptions, now they have subscriptions to everything. And, and that when that first started, uh, when, they had, when they had the 25 billion, uh, billionth app that was downloaded in 2012, and they gave away that, uh, that, uh, that gift card, uh, mm-hmm. it was a $10,000 iTunes gift card to the 10, wow. billion, 10 billion apps. That was in 2011. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just continued to evolve and, and, and look and how now we today. have trials. Like now they allow yeah. trial, uh, purchases apps. that wasn't mm-hmm. around for a long time until that happened. And, um, lots of great things that happened with the app store. And I, and I, I think the app store is getting, it, it's got, it's, it's gotten better. Um, if you remember when during WWDC last month, uh, mm-hmm. $100 billion in revenue as of June, uh, mm-hmm. more than 1.3 million apps are available for for iPad and just 28,000 apps that are offer subscriptions. It's just crazy. Yeah, I just had my kids playing apps. in Swift Playgrounds and trying to encourage them to, to get into that. So maybe I'll have some future little developers and app makers. 
Yeah, it's it's just incredible. So, but yeah, take a look at that article. I'll have a link in the show notes. Um, if people want to reminisce uh, about the App Store. So I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked that what where it's where it's evolved. So, um, also wanted to touch upon is uh, as of uh, our recording, they uh, released uh, eleven point four point one in iOS, mm-hmm. and that covers TVOS, WatchOS, four point three point two. And there you Time have, to do your updates again. And I, and I start talking about Time to pod. make the donuts. <laughs> yeah. So don't say that. My wife hates me when I say that. <laughs> uh, and uh, HomePod, of course, I'll start talking about that now because there was, there was a release for that too. Um, so yeah, iOS 11.4.1 uh, was a not a very dramatic update. Um, yeah, it one didn't of the, take too long. I haven't done it yet, but I don't no, anticipate it, was, it taking it, a long time. It took like, you know less than five minutes. So, um, one of the big things they did do is it does block the passcode cracking tools that were used by the police, um, which is pretty good. I appreciate, appreciate, uh, Apple always looking out for our security. Patch um, those back doors. Yeah. That well, apparently was a bad back door. Um, and, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a new security feature they're calling USB restricted mode. So, mm-hmm. so it protects against any USB devices being able to Used with private companies that are connecting over a lightning uh, plug and being able mm-hmm. to do that. So, so it is. It was Apple's decision to do that. Other than that, there wasn't really much else. Other some some minor security updates um, as far as that goes. But eleven point four point to eleven point four was is pretty solid, and I, I, I'd say go ahead and and go ahead and update it. It's probably more than likely going to be the last release before iOS twelve comes out in the fall. Unless some other weird bug comes out that they might have to release another version, but yeah, this is I kind would, of a patch. Yeah, it's pretty much the patch with uh, that and and the uh, some of the other things that the, that it offered. So, uh, TVOS eleven point four point one. There wasn't much to that. Um, I go in here and take a look here. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really much. They didn't really bugs, release a whole lot. That's generally usually what the case is with with TVOS. There really is much talk about TVOS, so I'm not going to spend much. The time. last TVOS one before this though gave us the AirPlay two, right? And that was interesting and fun because then I I, I liked being able to set a pass a password on that, right? So that I can prevent because my my sons are having like little friends come over, and I thought, oh, this will start getting interesting when they start hijacking the TVs, and <laughs> you know, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, and then um. Then watchOS 4.3.2 came out. Um, minor updates, but I'm still... God, it's just frustrating how long it takes to update the, the watch sometimes. I mean, it, yeah, I the watch it. takes it, a while. It was mm-hmm. like a 10 or 15 minutes, I mean, to, before it's finally downloaded and, and, and got everything installed. So it's it's a little crazy. But this will also probably will be the last update before it's... Because Apple already started shifting its focus on watchOS 5. Of course, what watchOS 5 has is uh, it's bringing in some of the new things like the push-to-talk uh, walkie-talkie mode that a lot of people have been pretty excited about. Uh, I want I want to I, I want someone to come up with the, the the sound effect that the old Nextel phones had. Uh, <laughs> yeah, half that's the population is going to love that. The other half of the population yeah, is going to we'll, we'll be, be tearing like, their eyeballs out. Stop! <laughs> I hate that sound. I had a, I had a Nextel uh, phone for yeah. a long time, and it I mean. For its time, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome, but then I'm you're around people, and all I hear you, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, just call me. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, watched Stranger Things, Dave? I have not. Oh, okay, so my my son is is just old enough now to start watching that, and uh, we've uh, we've started watching that together, and it's really fun. Um, I encourage you to watch it because in season one, you know, it follows these kids around in the eighties. 
and they're walking around with these huge walkie talkies. Mm -hmm. And my son was like, that's so cool. And he's trying to do that with his iPhone now. <laughs> yep. That's that, that'll do it. So, so those yeah, are, so he can't, he can't wait for that feature. He's already like looked for apps, you know, that don't work all that well, but things where he can make it turn into a walkie talkie. He wants to, he's at the age where he wants to experience all that nostalgia, you know? Yeah. So that's been fun. So, uh, and then HomePod, I'm not going to talk about HomePod because I did the update. I just did the update a few minutes ago, actually. Uh, I was going to ask you, how does that work? How does a, so we know what, you know, we kind of know what an iPhone, iPad and a watch update looks like. Mm -hmm. What does, what's the, walk us through what's the process for a HomePod? So with a HomePod, what you have to do is you have to use the HomeKit app. It, it, it because it's, it's considered a home a home device that you have to um, go into that and pick pick the device to do the update. Um, so when you do that, um, so I'm, I'm going to go into it. So I'm looking at it when I talk to you. So when you go into it, it you know it shows all your different HomeKit devices um, that are that are available. Um, in my case, right now I only have um, I, I only have um, uh, it shows your Apple TVs in there now. Oh, I have a Apple living, TVs are considered yeah. home kit devices. Yes, they're in there too. Cool. Because because the Apple TV can be controlled uh, through because they because they changed the, with AirPlay two. They're now in there because of that reason. Because you can AirPlay two any device to your Apple TV if it's hooked up mm -hmm. to your let's say it's to your receiver. Um, makes it real easy to do that too. If it is if you don't have your HomePod. I uh, haven't looked. Is there a Home app on the Apple TV that you could do the same process through, or is it iPhone so. only? I think it's iPhone, iPad only. Okay, uh, and so. So when you go into the uh, the app, it, it shows the, off, the HomePod as a device, and you can tap it, and then you can go into details. And then basically it's got the same type of menu that shows all the settings. You can name it. Like the Apple room, Watch. All then. that stuff, yeah. And then uh, okay. there's there's software update. You you can set it to automatically update so it doesn't uh, so you don't have to you know, do it manually. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, Just like the Apple TV. Yep, yeah. I do that with the Apple TV. But I'll, I'll talk a little more about that when I'm, when I'm hitting the... Uh, um, when I'm hitting the uh, the discussion on HomePod, but okay. uh, but 11.4 was the big update that they released not a little more than a month ago for the HomePod, which introduced stereo support, multi-room audio, and functionality through AirPlay 2. So again, I'll talk about that in just a few minutes here. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what you do as far as updating the the HomePod. Um, moving on to some beta software, I wanted to talk a little bit about iOS 12. Um, iOS 12 beta 3 was just released um, uh, about uh, seven days ago or so, and they've done some more improvements with um, uh, with uh, with the sharing of photos. Uh, they've you know they now have added as uh, they have now added a thing called Siri shortcuts, and what those are, are going to be similar mm -hmm. to what the, the, they they're based on the workflow app which Apple bought about a year ago which is a really cool, slick automation app that allows you to automate tasks. I'll talk about the uh, Siri shortcuts here in just a sec. Um, got some, you know, and we talked about this before when iOS 12 came out with uh, WWDC. Um, you had the, the voice memos update, Apple Books, Apple News, all that stuff is updated. Uh, so really what they did is just this is more so just some change, minor changes. Uh, the podcast app now shows now playing indicator. Um, so the, 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 they've improved that. Uh, you know, just cosmetic changes a lot of stuff is mm -hmm. what what, what uh, beta refinements so refinements so then that's pretty much what you can kind of anticipate to what a beta beta software is going to be so again I stress do not update your primary mm -hmm. device I'm lucky now to have two two iPhones to, to beta test with so oh I, you have your your 5 se right I have an se and then I have uh, an iPhone 6 uh, because oh, okay. uh, we didn't upgrade we 
upgraded uh, my mother-in-law's phone and that that for some reason T-Mobile wouldn't take it as a trade-in. So they couldn't oh. find it in the system. I'm like, okay, then we'll keep it then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and actually it's running. I mean, if, if you remember, I, I, you know what? I did have it. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about it last episode or not, but uh, when um, I first installed it, I, I, I think I posted this on Facebook. Um, I, I didn't see the measure app and I was like, why is this <laughs> on, I, on iPhone six? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's, it, it's actually, it's a good phone. It's, I mean, it's faster than the five or the five, I'm sure the five S which still supports. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when more updates came through, it, it was there. So kind of strange. So you can use the measure tool on a six, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, you can so you'll be able to use it on a seven. I was trying to think like how far back. I don't know the... about the five S and five S is the one, of course, that's the farthest back you can go with iOS 12, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, Honestly, I think that's pretty impressive that Apple is is that is really impressive because that's the phone that we just handed down to my son. Yeah, supporting and that's a device his first, that's like what? real life phone that he's taken five out, years. and he is stoked that he can use iOS twelve on it. Yeah, it's five years old. I mean, it, yeah. think about that. Um, whereas you got people like you got the the iPod Touch where um, they they put the end of the road on on the fifth gen. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's only yeah, one gen. Yeah, it's an odd cutoff. But, huh? but, but but I guess the processor in the in the iPod Touch fifth gen was too low, and then that's where they decided to do it. Funny story with the iPod Touch. I mean, I was just talking to a coworker today, and she had told me that uh, her daughter accidentally dropped their iPod Touch because um, they were on a, they were oh, they were no. on vacation, and then as soon as she picked it up, it was it was shattered. <laughs> so of course, you go and look for pricing on how much it's going to cost to replace the screen. It's like. You know, without no warranty, it's going to be like 140 bucks. So you might as well buy a new one <laughs> or buy right. a refurb. So, you know, what she did was she went out to the Apple refurb store, which I was like, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you did that. Good. Um, and uh, she, they found a, the sixth gen perfect for, you know, two, two year old and, and five year old. And, uh, and, uh, they, they're getting it tomorrow and it's 170 bucks. So nice. So, yeah, but that, that one will work with iOS 12. So that's great. So, that's what's great about them. They hold their value. You know, you can really still get a valuable device. As long as they have uh, OS device. available. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. th- that's the thing. I mean, anything obviously older than that. I mean, even so, I mean, I talked about in previous episodes, uh, I had a 4S I sold, and I still ended up selling it for like 60 bucks. I mean, still. Well, I mean, look at us. We we took the, we have a little 8 gigabyte 4S right. that that my youngest son was using. Now the the older boy has the 5S, and so he got the better of the 4Ss that has the 16 gigabyte right. hard drive. He just, I, you know what I mean? He doesn't really need all that space. So that's the one that we repurposed for the many thing, the puppy cam. Right. So that one's, you know, sitting out there in the in the kitchen using it as a, I showed it to people like, oh, I have an old iPhone laying around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, you can still repurpose the things. You could use them for a remote control. We, we play Spotify. We right. play music on it. They still have a purpose you can still use them um we still have a fourth gen ipad that's still usable i mean it's a little slow you can't do um you can't do swift playgrounds on it which is why i replaced it with the new one but i mean it still has all their games and their apps and stuff on it so you know it's still they're still usable we we just we we use these things till they die i mean we really do we get a lot of lifespan out of them and that makes me really really happy it's a really good value especially for a family with little kids yep so uh, iOS 12 is, as far as we know, is due to be released in the fall, and that's uh, mm-hmm. sometime that's, in the fall. That's what uh, Apple announced uh, during WWDC. So I'm, you can, I'm, you, I can venture to tell you that you will see more updates out there. And if those of you who don't know or if you're not familiar with the beta testing process, and again, use it on a secondary device. Don't use your primary device. Um, if you don't want to pay for a developer's account, um, you can do. You can be a beta tester for free. 
You just got to go to beta.apple.com and sign up. And it allows you to be able to download the latest uh, public beta and be able to start playing. And there's, and there's a lot of cool things on it uh, that uh, are, are making it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the, the new features um, on uh, my, my iPhone 10, let's say. But by that time, probably the iPhone 10 Plus will be out. So um, yeah, and my, and my upgrade, upgrade program will be in my year. And then, you know, I'm going to trade it in and get a new one. Uh, so and uh, so I said, if you wanted to, to, to do beta test again with a secondary device, uh, feel free to check that out. So the last thing I want to talk about and relates to beta is uh, what iOS 12 did release was a, a program called Siri Shortcuts. And what that's going to do is it's going to provide an interface that utilizes the app that that uh, Apple had purchased about a year ago called Workflow. And it basically what, what Workflow was or is and still exists, uh, it creates uh, workflow style shortcuts and assigns different types of th- different types of commands. Where let's say you want to download a YouTube video or if you want to automate a process or any of that kind of stuff. We've got a link in the show notes on, from uh, Mac Rumors that has an actual hands-on video in there as well, which I just watched a few minutes ago. Um, and it's great. It's a uh, it's powerful. It, you can explore different types of things and uncover all the different things that you can do. Like here's a, here's one for your shortcut you could create. Like if you want to create a live photo to a GIF or a GIF, whatever you choose, <laughs> uh, and uh, it allows you to be able to set things and be able to use Siri to actually uh, create the command, and be able to say it. Because so before you weren't able to use Siri uh, with Workflow. Well, now with the Siri shortcuts, you can. Uh, and, I cannot wait to try this because yeah. I use Siri so much in the car when I'm yeah. doing stuff for and reminders thing. and things. And that's the other thing too. Yeah, you know, I mean, with with the advent of hands free, we've had discussions about this before. You know, distractive mm-hmm. driving, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, go through and 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 create all these shortcuts in here. And I just I just downloaded it before we started the show, so I, I had the the test flight. Of course, you have to have a developer's account in order to access this right now. So the the public beta will not give you access to this. Mm, um, interesting. So yeah, so they're they're they're, they're restricting it to just to, to, to paid developers at the moment. Um, but I would I'd venture to say when, when Apple's ready, they they may they may open up open it up. You have to use an app called Test Flight. Test Flight is a mm-hmm. app that puts you into the into the dev or beta environment, allows you to, to test fly uh, apps before they are released to the public. And then of course that records a co- requires a code and then if you're a developer you get the code via email. So uh, but all kinds of different shortcuts in here. I could go on for a while here to talk about some of the things it can do, but check out the article on Mac Rumors. We love Mac Rumors. They have a lot of great information on that website, um, and uh, they will uh, give you everything you ever wanted to know about the Siri shortcuts. So, What's the first, uh, off the top of your head, what's the first app that's a third-party app that you want to tinker with to try to make a shortcut for? God, that's a good question. <laughs> You can get back to me on that, but yeah. that's that's, um, that's your homework to think about. Let me see. Yeah. Like, what's an app that you use all the time yeah, that you just one, keep one password, wishing? One password might be one that I would like to say, hey, can you give me this password? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe Facebook. I'm on Facebook a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tw- Twitter, maybe. Well, you, yeah, can, you can already media. use Siri to tweet something, but... You know, maybe, but maybe, maybe a better type of shortcut that's more involved yeah, that maybe, has more maybe steps Netflix. to it. Hey, they Netflix play... Mm-hmm. Maybe they would think to be able to do something like that. Uh, open table when I want to make a reservation for a ho- for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. To, to okay. that, I would hope they would do something like that. Um, Walgreens could be one. You know, I'm, can you refill my prescription? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how easy that would be for them because, of course, it requires. Uh, yeah. Um, it it requires uh, 
more privacy. So, um, well, yeah. And anything that's, you know, where you, you try to do something and it says you have to unlock your iPhone first, <laughs> that's going to be kind of difficult. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, yeah we'll th- see how are, that those, shakes out. That's, those, those, I'm those really excited examples. about that though. I am too. I agree. So anyway, let's dive into the hot topic of today, the discussion about the HomePod. So HomePod returns. Why did <laughs> it's back? Da, 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 da. Why did I do it? Okay. Well, <laughs> I did it because I do have Apple. I, I did buy Apple Care on it too, so which is only thirty nine bucks. And so, oh nice. My my wife was 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 generous to me and giving and providing some of the Target gift cards she had obtained. So I, I'm very thankful to her for doing that. So that saved us some money too, because <laughs> yeah, I mean my expensive technology habit, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, that 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 was one of the influencers because then I have to come up to pay the full bill here. Uh, but the other influencer really was was the fact that now that it supports uh, AirPlay two, mm-hmm. multi room support. So now hey, I can for those Christmas, were the deal breakers, huh? Those, those they were honestly. Uh, and uh, AirPlay two rocks. It really does. In eleven point four, if you see how the you can still see, you can see it now, especially if you have Apple TVs, you can see how mm-hmm. it comes up in the menu. So that it, it does the same thing with the HomePod. Yeah, so, I've been using it and liking it a yeah, lot. Yeah, so it, when the HomePod comes up, I can boom, I can send my 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 sound from my iPhone from my iPad right away to my HomePod. So before it was some convoluted. Oh, you can do Bluetooth this way through <laughs> here. Even on my Mac, I can do it on my Mac too, which is great because if I'm if maybe I'm listening to it watching a YouTube video, and I want to listen to it through, through my through my HomePod. I'll be able to do that. I have an old Bose uh, uh, speaker system, you know, the old the old school ones with the mini plug. You plug into the mm. I, I plug mm-hmm. it into my uh, into my dock, and you know it's it's getting old. I've had it for probably ten plus years, I and mean, it still sounds good, but it does have a hum to it, and then still haven't figured out why it does that. But but probably because it's old. And but the nice thing is going to be is if I decide, hey, for Christmas, hey, you guys can all pitch in and get me a second HomePod. So now there I you have, go. I, I can have. <laughs> I was I waiting have when two, it's going to have a sibling. <laughs> yeah. That it needs to have a sibling so I can start listening to it in stereo. So uh, it needs to have a sibling so that you can start listening to so, and then we can podcast about it. And then we can have an episode where, where yeah. Dave has, you know, <laughs> dueling HomePods or <laughs> Dave's HomePods are multiplying. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say this, 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 uh, I should not say uh, what she does to, to answer it, but I'm going to do it anyway so you can hear what she does. Yeah, I want to hear it. God. Hey, Siri. I love that. It cracks me up. That is just so cute. <laughs> she just goes, hmm? and then she's gonna start playing music on me, Grace. So I could stop that right. Did away. she? Is it just a hmm, or doesn't she do uh huh? Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the one of the things I really notice is 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 the sensitivity because of all the microphones that are in the HomePod that it really picks up your your voice really well. What are there nine or eleven? I asked you and I forgot what the answer Something was. Like that. I think it's yeah, nine or eleven. We have, we have a link to the Apple. Um, the site to the, the new sound of home. Uh, and uh, it, uh, it, it does give you a breakdown on what it actually looks like as far as the speakers. I have to look at the tech. Um, did you get the black or the white? And are you going to have matching colors when you get a second one? Yeah. <laughs> I think I am very full. Cause I have to have two separate, <laughs> uh, uh, different colored, uh, Apple watch bands. Oh, I, yeah. Cause I, then, I saw... you know, you could name them like Bert and Ernie or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So it it does it, it, it the sound is a little is, eyebrow on one of them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a little a little little troll fluff on another. Yeah. 
So, so, so yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing how, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I could, I could call it out downstairs from my, the room I have it in and uh, it, it still hears and still responds. And it's not like, uh, that other one, that echo that you have to scream for it to, uh, for it to hear you. Or like my kids, I, it makes me want to get an iPod just so I'll get some acknowledgement around here. Yeah, there you go. And then, That'd be nice. <laughs> Siri says, mm-hmm, and uh-huh, and I can't get my kids to even answer right. their names. <laughs> but I, I went with the space gray, which is, I guess you call it the uh-huh. back. Nice. Uh, and, um, uh, of course, I do have Apple Music, so it's very, very, very nice. I mean, uh, in fact, they even have, have playlists. I didn't even realize you could say, play 10s music. So, I mean, it's going to play the uh-huh. music from the 2010s. Um, I'm like, I nice. don't think about doing that. And then, okay, let's, here's pop pop rock from the from the 2010s and have you tried playing our podcast on it yet uh have not tried that yet and i think it has to be uh, subscribed in your in the podcast's app in order for it to play uh, mm. i don't mm-hmm. it doesn't i think you have to uh, with podcasts you have to actually have subscriptions um mm-hmm. if I, don't, I could be wrong with that but i'm pretty sure that's the because you can get it to probably tell you what the news is and have it play through that um don't know. Again, I, I don't want to start. There's uh, some things you got to throw at it. I've got to record it afterwards because uh, if I start saying, you know, hey, you. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I've already probably triggered off everybody's devices as they're listening here. Um, <laughs> I always wonder about that. I wonder wonder if, you know, people get their devices talking to each other. And then they, and they have the things like with the lights. You can, I can turn lights on or off, and that's with that switch I'm going to mm-hmm. have. I'm going to be able to go in here, hey, turn, turn on this the switch in my bedroom or the, uh, turn on the switch downstairs. In fact, I could do it now because I have, um, I, I've been, the, the products I've been buying is, was by a company called Elgato and it's, oh. their, it's their Eve products. And, and in fact, they're changing their name. They're going to be called Eve is there, is going to be their really? company program. Um, Didn't yeah. Elgato make a, uh, some kind of a recording device yeah. where you could record VCR tapes or something? Yeah. Yep. They did. Yeah. They that same, that same of, thing. That huh, type, okay. That, that type of equipment. So. They, yeah, so they've been around for a while. They have, and then they moved all into the home, into the uh, the home kit, home uh, automation business, space, which, which is which is smart because that uh, was was not it. So yeah, and speaking of news, yeah, you can say hey 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 you play NPR news or you can get headlines mm-hmm. things like that. So um, and the calendar does work. Um, again, you got to be careful how your how your messages, calendars, all that kind of stuff is linked to it. If yeah, you, what about messaging? Is that a thing? That that's you got to be careful. Yes, it does work, but and it will mm-hmm. read stuff. But do you really want your kids to be saying it to HomePod? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's we're still not there yet with the HomePod as far as like it being kind of family you could, oriented. Right. And then you could turn that all off, so it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be set. So, but uh, timers. And again, I, I I'm I'm going more deep into this detail because I it was fresh in my mind or when I had it the first time. But now mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, the AirPlay two was the was the was the deal breaker for me, uh, and it just working because uh, that's what I wanted to do. I want to be able to do whatever I want with this device and being able to play it. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty excited. I have it and uh, I'm stuck with it now. It's not going back. It's staying in my. <laughs> Staying in my. Did you uh, get a doily for it? No, I didn't. Actually, let me pick it up to see if it's made a mark on my desk. Mm. Eh, I see a little mark there, but it mm. should be okay. No. Time for a doily. Yeah, no, just, just get an old an old CD coaster or something. Just, just be careful with it. So, mm. uh, but uh, anyway, that's that's save me. up your gift cards. Go get, go back out and get a HomePod. <laughs> it's right. So that's me and the HomePod. But you had a good experience. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. Um, 
your experience actually working with your dad and and, and yeah. doing support of the iPhone and being able to actually remote into an iPhone. Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. Have you tried this yet? So you told me about this a while ago. I mean, I've known about TeamViewer for quite a while. In fact, uh, you know, we reviewed it at when right. Jody and I did MacStack a couple of years ago. It was on our list of, of tools that you could use in your tool bag to help remotely support your family and right. your clients and your loved ones and things like that. And uh, so TeamViewer is a remote remote support tool that you can typically use, you know, on a computer to a computer. Right. You can log in remotely and view the other person's screen. And for the longest time, everybody just said, oh, man, I wish I could just see someone else's iPhone or iPad screen. And it just didn't, we just didn't have it. Well, finally, the future caught up. And so TeamViewer seems to be the first to the table on this. And I don't know of any other tools that can actually do this. And it was phenomenal to actually see it work. I've been wanting and wanting to, to try this this out um have you had any successful with it have you tried it with clients no i mean not i don't have the clients like you do but i Mm -hmm. I have tried it and played around with it with multiple devices and it it does work really well i'm very impressed on team viewer team viewer is a great company and i think it's probably one of the more abused uh, apps because you know you do get it for free for non-commercial use of course you're paying for license right (laughs) Um, yeah i mean and i'm just using it for like my dad so far you know i might use it with a client or two but it's small potatoes i mean this that's i guess that's where they what butters their bread or you know they it's people pay many hundreds of thousands of dollars for business licenses for this and i think that's why they're able to kind of give some of it away for free just for non-commercial use and you know it tells you after you're done with the session i just i i I kid but uh yeah just just know that this is not for non-commercial use yeah, so we have to have that caveat out there because you're right. It does. It can get abused, and so you. Right. And I don't want to abuse it. Obviously, <laughs> I don't want to get you know a charge someday or you know say you can't use this anymore because now you have to pay for it. So I do you know watch how much I, I actually use it. But I just wanted to bring it up because I really think it's a really fantastic tool if you can get it to work for you um, to help your loved ones out with their with their devices because it can get really tricky when you know you go and say you're a, a, a child who an adult child who's maybe decided to get your parent or loved one an iPad or an iPhone and then yep. you know you're not living in the same place even if you're I mean I'm I'm thousands of miles away from my dad um, but you might even just be living in different addresses and this is just a really great way to be able to remote into their screen just right. like you can with a computer um, it does have its caveat so that's why I wanted to kind of talk about it because yep. you know when you're working with say a parent or something, um, even just not even a parent. I mean, even if it's just you and I, I mean, we're techies, you know, there's some, some little gotchas and things that you kind of have to be aware of. Yep. Um, the one thing it does have a, it has a microphone feature where I think it's supposed to be able to tap into your microphone so that you can hear each other over it. But that did not work for us. And we tried. And I mean, we tried all different kinds of ways and it did not seem to work. So the way around that was we actually started a FaceTime audio call or you could use just a regular cellular call. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I was really happy that that worked where you could actually talk on the phone, you know, in speaker mode and still be able to hear each other and talk instead of like having to text back and forth or something. Um, so the way that it works, um, so to, to get this set up, of course, you want to go to the apps and we're going to have links in the show notes where you can go in the app store to right. download these. Yep. And 
I had both apps installed. In fact, I actually, my dad got confused, you know, and this is another caveat is you really want to pay attention to, and especially the person that you're helping, you really want to pay attention to the artwork of the app because they're very similar. I almost kind of wish they would design them a little bit differently, like make it a different color so that you could say, no, dad, use the green one, not the blue one, or, you know, something like that, just to be able to say it verbally. Cause that's, that's the tricky part is trying to get the things that you're trying to do with your fingers to actually process through your brain and out your mouth and into the other person's <laughs> ear holes so that they can, you know, process that information. So that is a, that's the tricky part. Um, so look at the icons very carefully and you'll notice that one of the icons is just a blue background with a white circle and an arrow in the center that's pointing left and right. The quick support app, which is the, the app that you want the other person that you're helping to have is called TeamViewer Quick Support. Mm -hmm. And the app icon is identical, except in the upper left-hand corner, there's a little triangle badge that says QS, which obviously stands for Quick Support. Yep. But that might, might not be immediately obvious. So that would be the first thing I would say. Make sure you point that out and start there. Um, so get the app first, get it installed. And then the very next thing that you want to do, and we've talked about this feature in the past, and um, this comes into play, where you want to be able to go into settings and the control center and then customize those controls. And you want to be able to add the screen recording feature to your control center. So that has to be basically added, you know, made available because that's what the team viewer kind of taps into. It taps into the ability to be able to record your screen. That's why we didn't have this tool all these to all these years because we had to kind of wait until screen recording. We could always take screenshots. You know, we could take a static picture right. of the screen. And then the um, what, when did it come out? Was it in iOS 10, I think, 10. that they added? Mm -hmm. Was it 10 or 11? I think it was, 10, it was 10. That they added the ability to be able to actually video record the screen. So then, you know, you could say, okay, here's a demonstration of me doing this. You know, dad, here's how you do this. Watch this, you know, and, and then uh, send the video off as a text or something. Right. Now, with this, you can do it live. And this is what's great about it. So you do need to be able to enable screen recording to be accessible from your control center because then that's how once you've got this app installed that's how you you basically work with it that's how you start a session is, is what i'll call it you swipe up right. from the bottom and then this was what took us a little while to figure out you know well, where is it where is it how do, how do i get there when you see the circular icon for screen recording, you don't just tap it. You have to long press on it. And that, that kind of messes with a lot of people. You have to actually press onto it. And once you long press onto it, then a new screen will pop up and it gives you the choice between camera roll and now team viewer will show up there as an option. And you actually have to select it so that it has a check mark next to it. Mm -hmm. And then you start a broadcast and then it will walk you through the next step in, okay, well now you've started broadcasting. Who do you want to see your screen? And then that's from there where you send a text. You can tap messages. And then like in the case of my dad and I, I would have him text me because it gives you an ID. And sometimes that ID changes. So it, it's not like a static address. It, it will change over time. Mm -hmm. um, like say if you reboot, if you reboot your iPhone or say maybe you've disconnected from Wi-Fi and then reconnected. See, that's the tricky part is, you know, right. you've got to be connected to the internet. So if the person that you're helping on the other end is having internet problems, this probably won't work too well. So you got to make sure that you're connected to Wi-Fi um, or a really good LTE signal. And then, you know, check with that data plan, make sure you're not uh, using it the whole time. So so then once you tap start broadcast, it'll give you the option to text or email. In this case, I said just choose text and then 
uh, I would have him text me. It would text me a link. And then all I had to do was tap on it. And then because I had the other app installed, which is just called TeamViewer Remote Control, it would give me the ability to be able to open up the session in that app. And then because we were already talking on an audio call, whether it be FaceTime audio or a cellular voice call, we already had in a voice conversation. And then I could tell him verbally, yep, I see your screen. And so then I would tell him to press his home button. And then it was great because then he could show me, you know, ask me questions about things. And so we've been using it quite a bit now. You know, when he has a question, I may have created a monster, but that's okay <laughs> because it gets me talking to my dad more. Well, <laughs> he was I'm, helping I'm me out with that. the HVAC unit today. So uh, oh, I totally go. got uh, paid back for that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So check that out. You know, yeah. go to the links. Um, Try it out first on on yours, you know, get get familiar with what the interface looks like. And then, uh, like I said, just be really clear on your instruction uh, on your instructions when you're walking your whoever it is that you're helping out on the other end, you know, make sure they install the correct app and tell them where to point their eyeballs, you know, where to look yeah. at on the screen. And uh, yeah, give us some feedback and let us know what you think about it, because I think it's a really fantastic tool. I've been waiting a long time to be able to do this, and I'm really looking forward to helping people out with it. Yeah, so thing, have some fun with that. One thing I was worried about it is I didn't know if, if TeamViewer was going to actually make that fully outpaid and not allow the the, the non-commercial use uh, the way. So it's be aware of that that's possible that they, they could yeah. determine any time. So, uh, but for now, it yeah. does work. Yeah, I don't want to get too like attached to it. I mean, it's exciting. And yeah, but yeah, I am aware that it, it, it could be pulled at any time because uh, yeah, there it is free and it's, it's nice that they allow people to use it for free, but yeah. Yeah, free things don't always last. So it could be something that they're they're using us as beta testers. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. So, but no, it's a, that's a great, great, great app. And I think yeah, we talked about it before the show, and I thought that yeah, it was gonna be a great, uh, great topic to talk about here. So, um, so let's talk about MacStock. Uh, I'm, I'm so still, sad I'm not I'm going, but I'm excited you for you. Um, we got a lot of uh, a lot of our friends are going to be there. Um, you know, Jody's going, which is great. Yeah, uh, she's she's not going to present, but she's going to to be there in the audience. And, and yep, we're both taking a break from presenting this year. Yeah. but uh, that that was definitely fun. Yeah, so uh, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of great um, um, a lot of great speakers are going to be there, um, including uh, our a lot friend, of repeat offenders like you. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Joyner is going to be there. Allison Sheridan from the Nocillacast. Mike Schmidt is going to be there. He's a great guy. He's going. He's a, a product here. Productivity guru, uh, Brett Terpstra is going to be there. Gene McDonald, uh, you know who the keynote speaker is Bob Levitas. Uh, Doctor Bob, Doctor Mac, uh, Bob Levitas is, is a keynote speaker, which is great. This is the first time we've done that. Um, it's also the first time we'll do it this year, and I think I actually am thrilled and I'm happy that Mike did this. Mike Potter, the, the event coordinator, um, he, he made it a theme. We're forced on a theme called productivity. So mm-hmm. we, we had to come up with a presentation that talked about nothing but productivity. So, um, so, so that's a hot topic. That's hot, you know, what most people yeah, really want to learn about. We're being product productive. So, uh, my topic is going to be on, on, on the three devices that we have, or we always talk about it here on the show, the Apple mm-hmm. watch, the iPhone and the iPad. I decided to focus a little bit on the Apple watch to see how productive could you be just using the Apple watch. So, uh, there's a little teaser there. I don't want to give away the rest of the presentation, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, I, I'm really going to uh, really try hard to see uh, see what you could do uh, and being productive with all all, all three devices. Um, and uh, it, it's a great show. It's I can't believe it. It's like uh, 
little more than a week away. Um, it's on uh, Saturday, July 21st and Sunday, July 22nd. It's in the Chicago area, which is it's in uh, uh, Woodstock, Illinois, or actually it's considered Crystal Lake. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the greatest things is is the is the uh, it, it's to, to be able to get all these these Mac people together in the Mac community and get, be able to learn. You're going to be able to network. You're going to be able to meet all kinds of great people. And Melissa knows we you and I met at Mac Stock. Yep, look, that's look where what we happened met. Here. That's how, where this podcast was born. And this is <laughs> this podcast that actually was, was born in, at, at born in Mac Stock. So mm-hmm. we may even podcast from there. I don't know. Uh, I know Guy Searles from the MyMac.com uh, podcast is going to be very excited to, to show off his new. Uh, mobile gear. He already said on uh, Chuck Joyner's show on the on Mac Voices that he's bringing his fifty pound uh, backpack <laughs> of all of his equipment, and I think he's crazy, but okay, that's Matt. That that's guy. That's uh, guy. Yeah. So uh, who knows? I might even record our show using his equipment. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we we borrowed some of it last year, so yeah, that wouldn't be anything different. It wouldn't be anything different. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hoping. Guy's to be really a- supportive. He's always trying to get people to do mobile, mobile podcasting. Yeah. So he's he's your guy when when you have questions about that. Yeah, yeah. So so it's uh, it, it's it's uh, it's a great thing. So uh, he uh, uh, and also the other thing too I didn't touch upon as far as uh, the the event is they, they we we limited to only a certain amount of speakers. So that mm-hmm. allows us that allows to have every speaker be able to do a deeper dive on their topic. So yeah, uh, that's fun. Deeper dives so are great. They're, they're I, really I love yeah. the deeper dives so much. I mean, I love the presenting part, but it's so hard to do stuff in twenty minutes. And, you know, it's just and, so much pressure. And we'll be able to see. Every every deeper dive for the most part, depending on uh, depending on the schedule. So if I'm I'm looking at the schedule here, I just got kind of thrown off because Mike finally put the deeper dives on the schedule here. Uh, oh, cool! So the information's out there. So uh, uh, I I will uh, be going to deeper dive in creating a productive workflow in iOS. Is what my topic was, and so there's uh, there's going to be comp- competing people doing their their uh, mm-hmm. doing their deep, deeper dives. So. Uh, uh, Bob Levitis will be doing his deeper deeper dive too. So, and I believe I don't know if he's doing it. Uh, that was Sunday schedule. I believe yeah, he's doing his on Sunday, so he gets a break because he's he's doing the, the, mm-hmm. the keynote. Well, so he's he, the keynote, he, right. he gets the full hour instead of our twenty minute limitations. So, mm-hmm. but I'd love to see you out there. I'm talking all kinds of things about it, but it, it's just an amazing conference. And the, the I mean, it, it's like. The cost is like nothing. I mean, think about when MacWorld was around. And they feed you. <laughs> yeah, you get fed. You have lunch both days. Um, you're mm-hmm. going to have, uh, we have an event planned for the Friday before when people come in. We're going to, uh, Barry Folk is uh, doing all the uh, the planning for our, our events. He's so the party man. He is the party man. Uh, uh, shout out to Barry because he just got back from his uh, long uh, trip to Europe. And, uh, and, uh, and, um, that on Saturday night, actually between the, the, the event days, um, we're going to have a, a gathering over at the, the hotel we'll have a, a party room set up. We're going to be playing games. We're going to be doing karaoke. So it's, it's, it's just an absolutely awesome opportunity to network and meet new people. I mean, I, like I said, I met Melissa for the, here what happened. This, this podcast mm-hmm. was born. I met Chuck and Chuck and I are good friends and we're just, a, so there's just all kinds of opportunities to meet new people and I want to meet you too. Um, so uh, the, the, the base price is $249, but um, uh, you know, if you were to want to still be able to go, I mean, you know, we got some last minute uh, procrastinators out there. If you go out and uh, purchase the tickets and use our offer code in touch, you will save $70 off the price from, uh, from that cost. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a great it's a great discount, and you'll be able to really uh, be able to uh, uh, 
uh, put it towards your hotel room. Put it towards your <laughs> hotel room. Yeah, exactly. So I know hotel rooms are limited now. I mean, the, the primary hotel is all sold out, but uh, but there's other hotels available. So, uh, but come out and see us. I would really, really love to see you. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed Melissa's going to be there, but she'll be there in spirit. And Yeah, I might even show up in a Skype interview. Who yeah, knows? We'll try to try get you in Skype, uh, depending on, you know, I know your time schedule is always tough on weekends, so, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, come out and see us. I, I appreciate the. Uh, Everybody, uh, their support, and uh, I, I think a lot of us, a lot of people are going to be there. So we're, we're we're super super excited about. It's getting it. bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, even one other thing I'll mention: there's there's going to be a public screening of the Love Notes to Newton. There's a there's a uh, there's cool. a, um, a movie about the the Apple Newton. Uh, it's a documentary that uh, was put together uh, by uh, uh, I forgot who the the film did that. Uh, uh, what is it's it? It's probably on the website, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking at it now, but I had can't. Uh, mm. uh, I can't see who it says, but uh, Wally. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry, Noah Leon. Sorry, Noah. Um, he, he's mm-hmm. the he's the uh, he's the author of the movie, and then uh, Wally Trzinski and Mike Potter are also going to be a presenter on the movie. So that'll that'll nice. be the wrap up at the end of the uh, at the end of the second day. So you look forward to that as as well. So come out and see me. Uh, and uh, Maxstock Maxstock2018.com is the easy website to get to it, and uh, and we'd love to see you. Appreciate uh, we taking all the time to talk about Maxstock. So. That's enough of Maxstock. Let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're going to be taking something to Maxstock, aren't you? I am going to be taking something to Maxstock, and what? How what are you going to take, I, Dave? I gave, I gave you kind of the background of what inspired me to buy this thing. Um, it's it's called the Belkin Portable ta- Tablet Stage. Hmm, a stage for your probably. Oh yeah, it's a stage for your iPad. Um, so what really inspired me to do this was, and we just talked about this before the show. Um, I, you and I both have this, the OWC Thunderbolt 3 dock mm-hmm. we absolutely love. Which we love. Um, but, <laughs> Using it right but, now. But the gosh darn cable is like like an inch long. Teeny I mean, tiny. Let's, 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 I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's like, you know, what is it, two feet, three feet, if that? No, it's not even that. Is it, it's is it a probably foot? A, maybe a foot, maybe. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So then I, I'm so, I mean, I, 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 I just now started putting my MacBook Pro under my my uh, Thunderbolt display because I it, it gives me more space on the side of my desk. So I'm like, you know what? The heck with this. I want I, I I'm gonna buy a cable. I gave in, and Belkin sells really good uh, Thunderbolt three cables, and it's good for 5K and it's good for high speed. So I knew it would work. So I, I went out to the website and, and and took a look at it. I've been procrastinating buying it. And then all of a sudden I got an email from Belkin saying, oh, yeah, 35% off all purchases over $80. So I'm like, okay. So I'm scanning, scanning through your website, find something I want to buy. <laughs> it's the gateway cable. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a $60 cable, unfortunately. It's, they're really expensive. And so yeah. I I'm guess like, they I, have to be because of the throughput, right? Because you're, yeah. you're transferring data and power. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going on and on about this. So so I came across this uh, this uh, Belkin portable tablet stage. And I was like... Why, why am I not looking at this before? Because it's something I could e- easily use um, for uh, for my presentations at my Apple Use Group. You know, doing it for MacStock, um, all kinds of ways I can do demonstrations. And in fact, it can also be used as sitting on your desk, and you can tilt it so it can, you can start. You can watch movies. Maybe you can put it on your bedside. Um, so we have, of course, a link in the show notes about. Um, about this item uh it's again it's made by belkin and it's very it's very a uh, well made uh a very well made device i was very uh, very impressed now, if you look at the picture and there's also a video on there on belkin's website uh that shows you what you can do with it um it it, it basically folds flat so you can put it in your 
easily into your backpack. It is a little heavy. I, I'll, I'll give that because it, mm-hmm. it must. It probably weighs about four or five pounds. It's, it's heavy. Yeah, because, it's probably designed to like and, you know be and, on a desk and stand on a desk. I mean, I can picture people doing lots of document scanning for this. Right, and then, watching the gift like play over and over again. It's pretty cool because it animates what it does. And and the, really, what makes it heavy is if you if you look at the picture, the base of it is a flat plastic base. Uh, the arms that hold up the stand that where the where the where the uh, where the the iPad they would like they're on there is, is they're they're metal, so they're, they're mm-hmm. they are, that makes it that's why it's it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, the base goes completely vertical, so it'll be flat, so you can be looking down at it, or it'll go all the way down uh, to to position it like you could use it to be watching a movie or whatever with your iPad too. But the unique thing about it is it does have. It does have a little space in in the, the platform that allows you to utilize the camera in order yeah, that's to what do, I'm excited about. in order to do you know real live presentations like like for me it'll really all depend on how logistics logistics are in in um, at Macstock but because I want to talk about the Apple Watch it's always so hard to demonstrate the Apple Watch and of course mm-hmm. we know that we can we can we can screen share our iPhones and iPads under under uh, just by connecting them through you know where it, wherever through Apple TV or whatever or sharing uh, apps. So, uh, but you should be able to do it. Cause you're going to have that like side table that'll wheel out and yeah. you can place this on that. That's what I might You'll do. You'll just have so. to switch the, the input. So uh, there, there is an app. Uh, it, what, it, what it'll do is you can just turn your camera on. And if you just use your camera, of course you could, you could be beaming mm-hmm. it, you know, over, over Bluetooth or using a sharing or, you know, connect your lightning connect to your Mac or whatever. Uh, but it also has a companion app that uh, allows you to be able to um, turn the camera on and be able to actually use it as a whiteboard. You can mark things up. We also have another link in the show notes about that. There's two versions of the app. There's the Belkin Stage and the Belkin Stage Pro. Now, mm. The Pro version has a lot of the interactive stuff where you can record your sessions um, and do a lot of other stuff. But I found that the, that the free version should be more than sufficient um, because the, the the Pro version is $4.99 if you want to purchase it. Uh, but the nice thing is you, you can sketch over a record live video and it's got like hands-on hands-on lab so like i, I could have oh my God, apple watch i would love to try that yeah i could think of so many ways that i could utilize Cl- that just like when, when i was working with my dad when we were using yeah. the quick support he flipped on the camera as he was showing me a screen and that is yeah. so important because if you want to you know say you have a question about a cable or some piece of hardware you just use the camera and you can you can document that yeah exactly so um my only concern about this app is it hasn't been updated in over a year, so I'm wondering. I hope I'm hoping Belkin will continue to to to, to develop it and keep supporting. Yeah, it. Yeah, years a little um, long in the tooth. I mean, it's not it horrible, really but it's it's concerning. It's, it's concerning, and that's what concerned me. So I did not buy that. I mean, you know me, I buy every app. <laughs> I, I held back on this one. So, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, like I said, you can it, it, you can you can utilize it. The other thing too is you can use your iPhone on this stand too if you wanted to. I was going to ask you about that absolutely. next. So how does it work with an iPad? An iPhone? I've oh. only seen oh no pictures absolutely. of the iPad. No, yeah, you, because it's got that little notch. That if you saw the picture of it, there's a notch yeah. at the base. You can just the little green part. You just set yeah, your iPhone. You can on set there. your iPhone in there, and then and then it'll go the the. the the camera is, the camera will is go through in a way to, to, to gets to the base. Now, I remember oh, with the gosh. base, too. You know that this would be perfect for? I teach a lot of uh, seniors how to do online banking and deposit checks. Yeah, there you go. And one of the biggest struggles that they have is, I mean, and I have it, too, like I'm really hyped up on ca- caffeine, yeah. is trying to hold the iPhone steady enough 
and get enough good light and contrast to take the picture of the check that right. they're trying to deposit. And just to be able to, I've been looking for something like this, just to be able to set your iPhone on this and be able to deposit a check right. into your banking app because yep. lots of banking apps do that now. This would be really, really great, you know, for your loved ones to, to get them, you know, this would be a great Christmas present or something yeah. or holiday gift or birthday present or something to, to get them something like this that they could set it on and not have to worry about jittering or trying to get yeah, the things exactly. steady. And it's got a platform on it, so you could easily put a piece of construction paper because sure. it's white, you know, and it doesn't have contrast. But nope. you easily fix that by putting a piece of, you know, black construction paper or something underneath it, and then you've got contrast around the edges for when you're taking a picture of a check, for yeah. instance. And but just to be able to scan documents and make PDFs and oh, things like that, oh, oh, and then and then to be able to draw on them with the app, ah, oh, I gotta I get mean, it. If you and you if you if you haven't watched the video yet, it actually shows. You know, I mean, this this device was really aimed for the for the education market. So, uh -huh, so uh -huh. if you go if you go on, it's like it says under Belkin Business and Education Market. So, but so they're showing things like for a classroom if someone wanted to put a textbook with pages from a textbook. Oh my gosh, and, we and call them Elmos. <laughs> yeah. So they put the textbook under there. It shows it on the camera using this using this app, and you'll be able to sketch over. You can annotate and circle and, and do whatever you want to do with with a, with a book. So. There's enough space. There's a, there's a dissection or something. Oh, absolutely. There's and there's enough. Mm -hmm. There's enough space under here. You could put pretty much anything under here, um, and do it. So it, it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, I, I, really, I I'm really liking it. It's versatile. Couple couple weird things. I, I there is a kind of a, like a rubber uh, clip on the bottom of the of the base, and I still mm -hmm. I watched a couple other videos on YouTube to see if anybody talked about it. It unclips and and I, I can't we can't I can't for the life of me figure out what it is. It's a green little rubberized clip. I was thinking maybe you could put your iPhone under there or something under there and and clip it into there and then clip it in place. Maybe you'd do it that way. Hmm. I'm not sure, but the, but I don't know why you would want to do that because then you can't see it. <laughs> so hmm. I'm not sure what that's for. But uh, it folds portable, which mystery is nice. that needs to be solved. <laughs> yeah, it folds portable, which is nice. The stand part of it has a lock a lock feature, so it, it will not yeah, move unless you push the button to, to fold it in place. Again, it's heavy. Um, there's there's one other app, and I, I just threw that in, the, in our show notes late, late before we, after we started recording. Um, there's a there's another uh, uh, product out there that's it's a company called IPVO. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and they're also uh, more education aimed too. I have their IPVO uh, document camera that's on a, on a V uh, uh, platform that that, I, that I've been using for years, and that they have a nice camera. It's a USB camera. Uh, it's kind of like a webcam, but it's kind of like it's like a document camera. Mm -hmm. uh, but they oh, have, yeah. but they have an app called the IPVO Whiteboard, and it is completely free. And uh, oh, it, I've it, got it, to check it, this out. Yeah. So if you if you go to that link in our show notes, you'll see it. Um, it uh, um, it, it, acts, it actually does exactly the same thing that this this uh, this Belkin Stage app does. You can do annotations, mm -hmm. you can do all that stuff, and it supports the camera, so there's no no issue with it. And, and they're keeping it up to date. Um, it looks like uh, uh, it, it looks like it was updated less than six months ago. So, not again. There's many others out there as far as doing this doing this. So the apps, uh, and, and you can do that. But those were the two the, the, kind of the two that stood out, but. This it, would be perfect for teaching handwriting. Oh, my gosh. There you go. So you got you, got you inspired. And it's, uh, again, the price of the stand is not expensive. It's only $79.99. And, uh, and mm -hmm. it's, it's, so it's real reasonably priced, so it's not expensive. They have another model for this that's even more advanced, and it's got an arm that slides up and down, and, and it's a lot more money. But I thought this one was perfectly fine. fine. And 
a shout out to Allison Sheridan and the Mozilla cast. I, I, she was looking for the last minute review and I decided, oh, you know what, I'll, I'll get on the Allison show and, and do a little quick review. So if you go to, uh, you can uh, listen to the latest episode. I did a short couple minute uh, review of this as well. So this one was more comprehensive though. <laughs> so I think you'll, you would have enjoyed this too. So, mm-hmm. but that's uh yeah, that's uh, boy. I, I, I had a lot to talk about today. <laughs> I, 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 really, I told you we'd fill it. I, I, I <laughs> we still we have stuff we got to save for like two more episodes. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got a plenty of, plenty of uh, stuff to talk about and uh, no, I just, I'm glad we got caught up here to, to, to get our episode in and, Again, come see us. Come see me at Maxstock. I can't wait. It's 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 like a week away. I'll see all of our friends again. So, yeah, email uh, us if you're going to be out, and I'd I'd love to. You know, email us both, and you can reach us at yeah. feedback at intouchwithios.com. Yeah, and check us out and and our listen to our podcast. Check out our website and let us know if you're going to be there. And I'd love to uh, get in touch with people and like yeah, that'll get me on and, Skype. And, and as I said, you know, we'll see see how time goes. I know, like I said, it's always some a bit of a challenge for you, but uh, during the weekends. But uh, we might be able to pull something off. And I uh, think I could squeeze it in. Yeah, uh, we'll try to squeeze you in. I mean, I'm not I'm not going on until Sunday, so I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be able to podcast on Saturday without having any there, po- there we go. Any, any after <laughs> presentation. What are we two hours behind? I have to look at I have to go look yes. at the map and figure out what it is, what the time difference is. I think yes, we are two hours because hours. we started this at eight your time and and right. I'm sorry, six your time six. and it's mm-hmm. eight. It was eight here, so mm-hmm. so we are two hours. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's right. Ahead. You're just going to Chicago, so that won't change. Yeah, it, okay. It be in same same time, same bat channel. Yep. So we'll 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 do something, but we'll definitely be hearing some some more episodes. I mean, even if there's some short short episodes that we might publish, uh, I might publish. Um, uh, yeah, like a live update too. or something. Yeah, we'll do a couple shows. Uh, you know, I don't know, so we can fill it, but because uh, because you know, guys gonna inspire me to do a lot more episodes. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> there's such great do, influences. I might do uh, one on Saturday and one on, on Sunday too. So you never know. So let's uh, let's wrap this sucker up. All right. It's time to put a bow on it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And we hope you're more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to find us on Apple Podcasts or on the Google Play Store or on Stitcher Radio. We look forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. I'm Melissa Davis, and you can find me online all, the, online all over at the Mac Mommy. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you will find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks for listening.